This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. So I want you to think of boundaries as a form of protection for your relationships. Boundaries are very much vital in order for us to have healthy, emotionally connected relationships. Imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy-to-use strategies 
to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. So my husband's deployed. We have a daughter and my in-laws are about 14 hours away. I kind of prefer that, prefer it that way. And although my husband's deployed and look, you know, the outside looking in, people would think that I want, you know, more help. However, my in-laws aren't necessarily helpful. If anything, they're more of a burden. And I couldn't say these things out loud. I couldn't tell them that they're a burden. However, my husband knows that whenever they come over, we need to host them. We need to cook for them. We need to clean for them. And they just end up causing this bigger mess than anything else. Now my husband's deployed. And so I'm here alone with our daughter. What do I do? Because after having conversations with them, they said, and I quote, No matter what you say, no matter what you do, we're going to show up at your house unexpected and we're going to probably be there for a week or two. So get ready. And they literally told me that the day my husband was deploying. So what the hell do I do now? I don't want to be this bad person and say that they can't come. And what the hell am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to lock the door when they come? Am I supposed to you know, move? Like, what does this look like? And I for damn sure don't want it to come in between my husband and his parents. I love my husband and I want them to have a great relationship. But I also feel like I'm compromising myself. And although he's agreed and he is also on board with me not having them over, I just can't seem to go ahead and set a boundary. Veronica, how do I set a boundary with my in-laws? Veronica, how do I set boundaries with my own parents? Ladies, I'm going to tell you right now, you are not alone. This is a common question I get over and over in my private messages on Instagram, on Peanuts, on Facebook. Setting boundaries with your parents and your in-laws is extremely difficult. And all of us are afraid. All of us are, I mean, let's just, let's just, Call it out. We are all afraid to set boundaries. Most of the time we're afraid to set boundaries because we don't know how the other person will take it. However, this is a huge problem. It's a huge problem because it comes in between you and your partner. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and break this down. How do you set boundaries with your parents and in-laws? Well, I'm going to first start off by identifying what a boundary is. A boundary defined is basically telling people how to behave, what's okay, what's not okay, right? That's a boundary. And most of the time, boundaries get confused with rules. Rules are what you place on other people. A boundary is what you have for yourself. Webster's Dictionary, or I shouldn't even say Webster. I think this is Google. Google says boundary, a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line, right? But what what does that mean, right? 
What do boundaries mean? Well, it's basically you defining what is okay, what's not okay, right? How do you want to be treated? Is it okay for you to be treated in a certain way? And if so, let's communicate that. And if not, that's okay too. We get to say something, right? But I want you to be clear on what your boundaries are. And like I said, a good amount of us struggle with setting boundaries because we don't want it to interfere with the relationship. We don't. So let's go ahead and break this down. There are several boundaries you can put in place. You can set boundaries on time, on your body, on your emotional state, on your mental state, sex, parenting, financial, intellectual, relationship. So that's where I want us to start is I want us to be clear with what boundary are, what category does the boundary want to set fall under? Does it fall under time? Do people that we say we're going to meet with, do they constantly show up late? Um, it, is it, does it involve sex? You know, are there certain maybe positions or certain areas sexually that maybe you're not ready to go in a relationship? Does it involve financial boundaries? Is it important that you guys stick to a budget? And if so, are you talking about it? And what is that budget? Mental health. You know, do you feel like your mental health is being used against you? Do you feel as if somebody's saying, oh, God, here we go again. You're just using it as an excuse. That's right. You're depressed, right? I want you to really dive in deep. What category does your boundary fall under? And usually most of us don't even know what our boundaries are. So that's why I like to start off with what category does this fall under? Time? body, emotional health, mental health, sex, parenting, financial, intellectual, or relationship. So after we've been able to identify what category it falls under, the next thing I want you to do is I want you to identify why is this boundary so important? Why is it so important? What is going on for you? How is it impacting you? Why is it, why is setting a boundary with your in-laws or your parents so important? Well, because as the woman, you know, described in her question, you know, for her, she is overwhelmed. She's overwhelmed. And although it would be nice to have family for her, having family right now, having in-laws right now is tough. Because she's still processing her husband being gone and deployed. And that alone is very, very emotionally straining. And this is her first time her husband has ever been deployed. So she's struggling with a whole lot of emotions that maybe she's not ready to go ahead and share. That maybe she's not ready to go ahead and even discuss. And so you want to be clear. You want to really understand why is this boundary so important to me? Once you've been able to go ahead and establish why the boundary is important to you, the next thing, the third thing I want you to do is I want you to identify what fears do you have about setting the boundaries. And if I'm setting a boundary with my mom, the fear might be, well, she might, she might not respect it. She might look at me with her crazy eyes and say, well, sucks to be you. I'm doing it anyway. 
kind of like this, you know, these in-laws are doing to, um, let's call her Sherry, you know, kind of like how these in-laws are doing to Sherry. You know, Sherry's husband's deployed. She has a little daughter and she's struggling. And so for Sherry, you know, her fears might be, well, like she mentioned, I don't want it to impact the relationship that I have with my husband. And I for damn sure don't want it to impact the relationship my husband has with his parents. What other reasons why might you be afraid to set a boundary? Oftentimes women are afraid to set boundaries because they're afraid of how others will react. They're afraid that maybe they won't be liked anymore. They're afraid that it will strain the relationship. They're afraid of how they'll be perceived. If I set a boundary, then they're going to think I'm this selfish, you know, snobby person. And that's not the case. If I set a boundary, then they're not going to like me. If I set a boundary, then they're no longer going to call me. If I set a boundary, how is that going to impact my child? Are they going to be grandparents? Or are they going to be out of touch? These are often one of the reasons why we refrain from setting boundaries and instead we compromise ourselves over and over to meet other people's needs. We compromise ourselves to please and appease others so we will be liked. We compromise ourselves because we might not have that emotional capacity to go ahead and maybe endure some form of conflict or maybe have bad things said about us. And so this might be one of the reasons why you don't follow through or even set your boundaries. But let me go ahead and discuss why boundaries are so important. The reason why boundaries are so important is because a relationship without boundaries is a relationship on the path to divorce. A relationship without boundaries is on the path towards divorce. They are necessary for self-care, right? You will feel depleted. You will feel resentment. You will feel, you will feel unappreciated. You will feel overwhelmed and probably completely defeated. That resentment will start to grow and build and you'll start to, you'll start to keep score. You'll start to pay attention to all the things you're doing and all of the ways you're comp- compromising yourself and how little they appreciate that self-compromise. Boundaries are also a measure of your self-confidence, your self-esteem. Remember, they set the limits to what is acceptable on how people behave around you, right? And so when we are able to set them, when we're able to implement them, that is when we're able to have a truly healthy marriage. So I want you to think of boundaries as a form of protection for your relationships. Boundaries are very much vital in order for us to have healthy, emotionally connected relationships. It also establishes trust right? It establishes trust. It establishes this form of confidence. Another way of looking at it is boundaries are a healthy way 
to go ahead and state, I belong to me. I belong to me, and therefore I am going to take care of me. Right? So it's kind of like establishing our own freedom and us giving ourselves permission to be free and safe and feel comfortable around other people. And so think about it. When you feel comfortable, when you feel protected, when you feel loved and respected, how are you in a relationship? Are you more open? Are you more emotionally available? Are you showing up as your true authentic self? Are you showing up willing to go ahead and negotiate and then even compromise, not compromise yourself? I'm going to highlight that. We are not compromising ourselves in any way, shape, or form are we compromising ourselves, but we're a lot more open. We're so much more open to the idea of having healthy relationships with other people, right? So that's what I, that's where I want you to go. I want you to be able to identify, okay, wait a minute. Boundaries are essentially a form of protecting myself. Boundaries are very vital for healthy relationships. And like I mentioned earlier, boundaries create trust and set the foundation for any relationship. All right. So now that we've identified why it's so important for us to establish boundaries and have them in our relationships, let's go ahead and discuss what is your boundary? What is something you need to do? What is something you need to say? What is something you need to enforce? And so for this particular individual, let's call her Sherry. Her name's not Sherry, but we're going to call her Sherry. What boundaries? I want you guys to start thinking of, okay, if my in-laws are coming unannounced and I'm struggling with my my husband being deployed, what boundaries do I need to set? Well, if I have to look at the category, time, body, emotional health, mental health, sex, parenting, financial, intellectual, relationship, it might fall under time and it definitely might fall under relationships, right? The types of relationships I want with other people, the type of relationship I want with my in-laws. I want them to respect my time. I want them to respect my personal space, my physical space. So we were able to identify what that is, right? Now let's go into why is it so important? Well, it's important because I'm not mentally capable of hosting anybody right now. No disrespect to them, but I just, it's, it's, it's not possible. And to be honest, maybe I don't want to. Okay, you don't want to. That's all right. I want you to be okay with that. Like, I want you to give yourself permission to be okay with not wanting to. This this is absolutely fine, 100% fine. Okay, so now that we know that we don't really want to, okay, and we're comfortable with it, all right. And so maybe the boundary I want to set with them is I need you to call me before. I need you to call me before you come over and you and I can come up with the time on when you can come over and for how long. 
Next one, right? Next one is what is the consequence? What is the consequence if they don't follow through with your boundaries? And I, when, I, when you think about consequences, I want you to identify what are you truly, and I want you to ask yourself this, what am I truly willing to go ahead and do? What am I willing to follow through with? Because if I say, you know what, I'm never going to talk to them again, eh, wrong answer. Is that 100% true? Is it really 100% true? Or are you BSing? That's not true. You know, I, I had one girl say, well, just, you know, I'm just not going to ever talk to them and I'm not going to answer the door. Okay, well, is that true? Well, no, because the minute they showed up, I totally answered the door and actually they ended up staying over and I found myself inviting them to go ahead and stay longer and cooking for them and cleaning for them. And it's like, girl, you set yourself up for failure. So it's very important that we start to identify like, what is the consequence that I'm willing to follow through with? And if I'm not willing to follow through with, can I'm going to have to change it up? What am I going to do instead? And so I want you to go there. I really, really want you to go there. And I want you to think about it. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. And guess what? It's 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right now. That's right, right now, today. You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas and I am on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success. It starts with you. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash guide. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend who needs it. The next step I want you to think about is how are you going to follow through with the consequence that you set? How are you going to follow through with it? How are you essentially going to respect your own boundaries? How are you going to do it? How are you going to follow through with it? Does it require support? Does it require a conversation with somebody? You know, like your partner, does it require a motivational speech from YouTube? Does it require a quick stretch? What does it require for you to follow through with your own boundary? That is very, very, very important. And a good amount of us don't stick to them. We don't, we don't, we don't stick to them. And the reason why we don't stick to them is because we end up losing sight of why we wanted to go ahead and set the boundary to begin with. Okay, so let's go ahead and put this into action. We're going to role play. So Sherry gets a phone call from Samantha. Samantha's her mother-in-law, right? Sherry gets a phone call from Samantha. Sherry picks up the phone. Oh, hey, Samantha, how are you doing? Samantha. Oh, Sherry, I'm doing really, really well. We're doing so good. So Bob and I are on our way over. We're about an hour away. And as you can imagine, we've been driving forever. Like we've already been driving five hours. But so I wanted to call you, Sherry, because I wanted to see like what groceries, what groceries do you need? I know like usually whenever I go to your house, you don't have anything and you don't even have like stuff to make coffee. And you know, Bob, Bob can't go a day without his coffee. 
But yeah, we're on our way. I wanted to go grocery shopping. And I also wanted to see my darling granddaughter. Oh my gosh, it's been a minute since I've seen her. And I'm so excited. I'm going to go out and get her snacks because you never have fruit. Or the last time we went over there, you had fruit. But like the tangerines had flies are all over them. And, you know, I'm not going to have my granddaughter eat that. But yeah, so we're going to buy fruit. But like, do you guys need anything for like breakfast um, or like for lunch? And, you know, Bob and I are so excited. We're so excited to see you, Sherry. And we're so excited to see our beautiful granddaughter. But yeah, just go ahead and give me a list on what you need. All right. I want you to come up right now. Right now, what's going on for you, right? A couple of you probably, like, your blood is probably boiling. I even want to ask you guys, like, how many of you here listening right now to this podcast, how many of you here are like, oh, my God, that totally happened to me last month. Dude, that totally happened to me last year. Holy crap. I just got a call from my mother-in-law. She is also on the way. Veronica, what do I do? What do I do? Help. Help. All right. So we're in it. We're in it. Sherry, take a deep breath. All right. So identify what category does this fall under? What category does it fall under? And it might fall under a few. Emotional health, mental health, right? Parenting, because she, she's totally criticizing you and your parenting skills. Relationship. But more importantly, this is impacting your time. So now we've identified it's impacting my time, Right? Why is this boundary so important? Because I am not mentally capable of dealing with this back and forth. I'm not mentally capable of hosting. What fears do you have? I'm afraid that if I turn her down because she's an hour away that she's going to be mad at me. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid of what will happen with the relationship. I'm so afraid of what this will do. I'm afraid because I think my husband will be upset with me. He'll be pissed. How's this going to impact him? How's this going to impact the relationship? Oh my God, Veronica, I can't set a boundary. They're on their way. Are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. I'm a therapist. And I'm here to tell you, if you do not establish a healthy boundary, then this is going to continue. Things will not change unless things change. So saddle up because we're setting a boundary with beautiful Samantha. So what is your boundary? So for Sherry, her boundary is in order for my mother-in-law and father-in-law to come and pay a visit, they actually have to call me a week before or two weeks before. And if they do come over, they're only allowed to stay for eight hours. Right now, I am so emotionally unavailable. I'm so like just mentally checked out. I have to make sure that the time that I do have is spent with my daughter and I do not overexert myself because she'll pay for it and so will I. My mother-in-law will be gone by that time, but the people that will be paying for it is myself and my daughter and that's unfair to her. All right, what is the consequence? Well, the consequence is if she cannot call me two weeks or one week, whatever you decide, then she can't come over. She cannot come over. And if she is on her way over and she does come to the house and she doesn't leave at eight hours, then I'm going to excuse myself and say, listen, as we previously discussed, 
eight hours is my limit. It's not because I don't love you. It's because I right now do not have the emotional space to carry out any longer. So for me, I need you to respect this and I need you to leave. Let's go in and see what this looks like. Let's go back. All right. And see. So Samantha, I'm so excited to see you and I wish you would have called me two weeks ago because unfortunately you coming over does not follow with what I have planned. And so I can have you over and I'm excited to see you, but I can have you over from this time to this time from nine to five, right? Or whatever it is, eight hours, right? I can have you over from this time to this time after I already have things that are planned and I won't be able to host. I'm excited to see you. And if that works for you, you know, come on over. If it doesn't, then maybe you and I can go ahead and discuss another time where you can come. Samantha's reply. Are you kidding me? I told you we're an hour away. You're going to kick me out? Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to see my granddaughter. I'm going over. We are an hour away. I'm going to go grocery shopping. And we're definitely spending the night. I can, can you believe her, Bob? The nerve, the nerve. You're really going to tell me I can't go? That is my son's house. You bet your ass I'm going to go over there. Sherry, Samantha, like I said, you're more than welcome to come over between the hours of nine and five. Anything past or before that, I cannot allow. I understand that you're frustrated. I understand that you're hurt. Like I said, moving forward, I would like these visits planned two weeks in advance. I understand that this might not work for you. And so you and I can have a conversation about this. But for now, I do not want to argue with you. I'm exhausted. And like I said, I would love for this visit to go well, especially since you will be seeing our daughter. I have had conversations with my husband about this. And so moving forward, we would like a two weeks notice. And for today, it will be eight hours. Do you still want to come over? I mean, I guess if I have eight hours, I'll deal with eight hours. And I in no way want to overwhelm you. I understand with my son being gone It is a lot. We'll go ahead and go over and we'll go straight over there. Do you guys need anything from the grocery store? Sherry. No, we're good. Thank you so much for asking. I'll see you in an hour. Samantha. Okay, I'll see you in an hour. Ladies, I know that it is very difficult for you to set boundaries. People don't want us to set boundaries. Because we're saying no to them when they're so accustomed to us pleasing and appeasing and bending over backwards to meet their needs. Guess what? We're not doing that anymore. Samantha's not a bad person and neither is Sherry. 
But what ends up happening is that lack of confidence, that lack of self-esteem ends up falling in the cracks. Like it ends up interfering with our ability to go ahead and set the boundary and develop a healthy conversation and develop healthy relationships. And so when it comes in between us, that fear now drives our decisions. That fear now drives the relationship. And like I mentioned earlier, boundaries create trust and build strong foundations for a relationship to thrive. Boundaries protect us. Boundaries, right? Boundaries are not a form of rules. They're not. They're not. Rules are for other people. Boundaries are for us. But what we are doing is we are letting people know how to communicate. I'm sorry. We are letting, well, yeah, we're letting them know how to communicate, but we're letting them know how to behave around us. That's so important. The relationship with Sherry and Samantha might be a little shaky in the beginning because boundaries were introduced. However, we're not looking at just today, just this moment, because if we do that, then we'll cave. We're looking five years from now. What do we want the relationship? What does Sherry want the relationship to look like between her and Samantha? And more importantly, we want to model healthy boundaries for our kids. We want to model healthy boundaries for our children to go ahead and implement these same skills for their friendships and their relationships. And then it'll be a continuing pattern. She'll be able to set boundaries and then therefore teach her daughters or her children to do the same thing. Our children are constantly watching. And if you're bending over backwards, over and over to go ahead and please and appease others, then guess what you're doing? You're conditioning your daughter to believe that she is unworthy and she is not at all allowed to set a boundary with other people because other people's needs trump her needs. And she has to therefore mold into whatever they need her to be in order for her to be liked and loved. Is that the message that you want to send to your kids? Hell no. Hell no. Not at all. Okay? And so it is very important for us to establish this right off the bat so that we develop strong relationships. All right. So I want you to go ahead and implement this skill. I want you to go ahead and let me know what this looks like for you. How did it work? What boundaries did you set? The same rule applies for your parents. Sherry could have easily been Samantha's mom. Same rules apply. Same rules apply. Again, follow the steps. Follow the steps. Give yourself permission. Build up those relationships. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. 
What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. 
from ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addictive Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.